0: Take a drive down. Let's take
1: a drive down Tangier
0: Avenue. It's us, your happy happy podcast boys. Is it? It's us, your podcast boys. Yeah, what up? What up? It's your boy the podcast lad, coming at you live. We're live.
2: Fuck. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, and it's, 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 it's the uh, Cyberpunk 2077 first living robot made to box uh, themselves. I'm what? sorry, one moment. Huh? Um did you mm-hmm. say yeah. Cyberfuck?
0: Cyberfrock. <laughs> no, that's not what you said. You said cyberfuck. <laughs>
2: I'm, I mean, I'm okay either way, to be honest. <laughs> all right,
0: horny. This episode... Let's
2: cyberfuck, man. Yeah. We do that all the time. We do, really. Uh, but anyway! Yeah, anyway, um, anyway! You know how we got anyway. interrupted by a bunch of uh, weird, famous podcasters from the Truthcast last time we tried to record this episode? You know, we ejaculated sure. on Cracker, and Yeah. 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 Okay, well, cookie, as yep. it were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Check out the Truth Cast for more information on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, so you asked me about the uh the living robot thing, and I couldn't explain it to you because I We were interrupted not... by
0: that idiot.
2: Yeah, and then the I also guy. didn't read the article to begin with. Yeah, that so... as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh so, what it is, is they're the first living robots made from frog stem cells, and they're called xenobots, and they're small enough to swim through your body. And that's pretty much all the information I got from the article.
0: <sighs> Fucking rules. Yeah. Man, I mean, I've, I've seen I've Agent got, like, Cody Banks, so I can only assume that it's going to eat up Hillary Duff's father. Hell yeah. From the inside. And that's ha- that happened in that movie. It was very graphic and
2: horrifying. Wild. I imagine yeah. they're using that to, like, target, like, cancer cells and stuff Ooh, like
0: that. Who gives a fuck about cancer, it should
2: dude. be cool. Jesus um, Christ. All right. Okay.
0: Anyway, this is Tangent Avenue. In this show, we bring a new topic every week, spanning the incredibly broad to the incredibly niche, and we tell each other all about it.
2: Wow. Great show. Wow. Hell yeah. My name's Tasman. I don't think I said that. No, but who cares? I don't <laughs> think you said your name either.
0: Oh, it's Bryson. But, you
2: okay, know. nobody cares about that either.
0: No, I, I mean, I'm the reason people come to this show, so. Oh. oh. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right. And as always, we appreciate you for tuning in and want to remind everyone to subscribe wherever you're listening to. Leave a five-star review and make sure to recommend the pod to a friend or someone you think you might enjoy our shenanigans. It's the easiest way to help us out. The second easiest way is to support our Patreon, where we're doing weekly bonus episodes and a monthly tangent takeover topic chosen by our patrons. Uh, our base tier is only a dollar throughout, uh, February, January and February. After that, it goes up to $5, which, uh, you gain access to our Tangent Community Discord server, early ad-free episodes, our scripts, so you can see how far topic, off topic we get. And And by our scripts,
0: he does mean Taz's scripts, because most of the time, I do not get scripts
2: finished. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And, yeah, we also get, uh, we're working on some new stuff in there, possibly a weekly D&D podcast, which, uh, will be fun. It should be. Yeah. 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 Alright, now that housekeeping's got the be like, Bryson. Yeah, what's up? Do you remember how on our very first episode- I we don't. Talk about... Oh. Okay, this is awkward then. Uh, well, when, when we were talking about the Cecil Hotel, you called it an apartment building by accident. No. You did. I would um, never make
0: such a mistake.
2: Such you a made foolish a mis- error. You made that mistake, but such it wasn't a, a mistake. Such a foolish error. Yeah, it wasn't so... a mistake, man. It was uh-huh. a mistake. I'm aware. It was all I don't foreshadowing for this, yeah. for this moment. The uh-huh. story of Zach and Addy, bad vibe apartment, and that is Tangent Avenue wow. canon. All right. Hell yeah, Bryson. Yeah. Next question. Uh huh. You like hot girls, right? Yeah, sure. What about literal hot, burnt, and crispy girls?
0: Um the taste is of sometimes salt. off. I prefer yeah. medium rare, personally. Alright. Okay. But... Alright.
2: Okay. Right. Let's dig yeah. right in. Salt then.
0: actually would only be worse that would make it worse. <laughs> if it's burnt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you brought salt into this. Maybe some paprika, give it a smoky sensation, but Yeah, that's fair. Uh so I've only ever cooked mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but I have put red pepper flakes in mac and cheese, and that's a good time. Yeah, that's yeah. fair gives it, a, it so, gives a little
2: kick. Have you ever This is a heard... cooking
0: podcast
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I just made some grilled cheese a little bit ago. Uh, last pepper. night I taught my wife how to make steak, uh, baked potato, and red lobster cheddar briskets. Wow. What a wife she is. Yeah, I had to teach
0: her how to cook. <laughs> Doesn't know how to cook. Why even fucking bother? Wow, man. She's wow. literally just a tax benefit now. <laughs> just
2: a tax benefit. Okay. So, do you know anything about Zach and Addy in New Orleans? Have you ever heard about them?
0: All I know about Zach and Addy is that Addy's a dumb name.
2: <laughs> okay, all right. So, stop. Not as all dumb right.
0: as Zade, but pretty dumb.
2: <laughs> so, on and October seventeenth,
0: your kid is gonna 17th... be at the back of every fucking line. How does yeah. that feel? Well, no, they go by
2: last name.
0: Every so often they go by first name. I was in first grade. I, I know guess. what it's like. You were in All a right. fucking semi-truck, dude. Don't even try me. <laughs>
2: what? I was in a semi-truck during the summer? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: So you weren't in first grade when you were in a semi-truck, correct? No. So was... what was wrong about what I said?
2: All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So... <laughs> On October 17th, 2006, around 8.30 p.m., the police received a phone call stating that they discovered a man's body on the roof of a parking garage in New Orleans. The police arrived on the scene to find a severely mangled corpse with no idea if it was suicide, accident, or homicide, but that quickly changed when they found a note in his back pocket. And I'm going to start this off by reading you part of that note.
0: I have a question. Yes. Can you describe a suicide... Um, where the corpse becomes
2: mangled afterwards. <laughs> because... It's from like it's from like falling and on pavement, uh, you know. I guess. That doesn't do good for the body. Kind of mingles. Well ideally corpse, if, if you it's you a suicide you'd hope it wouldn't do well for the yeah. body.
0: Mm-hmm. That's kind
2: of the whole idea, Taz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good job. Yeah. You figured it out. You defined suicide, my guy. This is a a dictionary podcast. Yep. <laughs> Oh, fuck so, that would be an
0: awful podcast it really would i read through the dictionary and i describe each words and i give you my thoughts <laughs> each episode is one
2: word <laughs> produced by aspect studios so uh the note said this "Quote, well, this is not accidental I had to take my own life to pay for the one I took. If you send a patrol to 826 N. Rampart, you will find the dismembered corpse of my girlfriend Addie in the oven, on the stove and in the fridge, along with full documentation on both of us and a full signed confession from myself. End quote. Ah, that's
0: very good. Yep. (laughs) I love the idea that he put in a note, this wasn't an accident, by the way. I'm not a dipshit.
2: So to the outside world... People believed the relationship between Zach and Addie was healthy and that they were happy. Yeah, he murdered her and put put her on a stove. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Uh, But the story was different to those around them, as they argued often, and at times it would get very bad. Regardless of this, everybody, even their closest friends, were still shocked to find that Zach Bowen had killed his girlfriend, Addie Hall, and then took his own life. However, we're gonna dismantle the illusion of a healthy relationship fairly quickly. But first, some backstory on the individual By talking involved.
0: about your relationship.
2: <laughs> Wait, what?
0: <laughs> dismantle the idea of a healthy relationship by talking about your relationship, which is unhealthy, apparently.
2: Oh. Okay. In the logic
0: of this in the logic of this bit.
2: Alright. Okay. All right. Cool. Um alright. Uh so I'm going to quote on, go, uh, off of Ghost City Tours in New Orleans on Zack and Addy. Uh, so this is a little bit of background about them. Uh, quote, Zack Bowen was charismatic, charming, and a good-looking young man who left an impression on everyone he met. He grew, up in, Calif- <laughs> he grew up in California and had the laid-back attitude that comes from growing up on the sunny Pacific beaches. Uh, well, sorry,
0: made- this wasn't an accident. So I did. had to take my life to compensate for the life that I took. If you go to this address, you'll find my 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 loving girlfriend scattered to bits on the stove.
2: <laughs> Later. Um I didn't know you could do that voice, but I hate that I know now. <laughs> yeah, that's my next D&D character. <laughs> Awful. Not on my campaign It not
0: What's up, dudes? <laughs> name's Name's Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Who killed me? <laughs> Who framed me, I mean? <laughs> that's the movie. Who killed I'm at frame? Roger <laughs> Robert. Ha ha.
2: Saw it. I hate it. So, that, Zach that voice married is a Young. For help. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Zach married Young to a woman 10 years his senior named Lena. Hmm. Damn. Cool. <laughs> laid that back, itch back attitude. Makes me uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, laid back attitude if someone had come from California being a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> no she was 10 years older than him oh she okay my apologies
2: yeah man she yeah. was a pedophile then
0: <laughs> there's pedophiles I somewhere were, i think they
2: were both adults my guy but it's still know. weird i don't know man yeah so this, at they least had- in a FEBA file. <laughs> they had two uh two children together and in order to care for them he joined the army for the benefits it could provide when lena took the kids and decided to leave him zach was devastated and lonely he found odd jobs on the french quarter after being generally oh, my
0: wife left me and took my kids away <laughs> i joined the u.s military to sell my body to the military-industrial complex so that I can have some small benefits that normal citizens don't have. it.
2: <laughs> I'm so lonely right now. <laughs> the worst really is a cry for help. <laughs> 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 um, he, he found odd jobs around the Finch Quarter after being generally discharged, subsequent to his tours overseas in Iraq and Kosovo. Zach was a war hero suffering from PTSD who desperately needed help that he never found. And Addie Hall. The U.S. government left me
0: a veteran out in the cold despite campaigning on the idea that they love me.
2: (laughs) Uh, Addie Hall. I'm going to do that anytime you talk about this guy. I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh, Addie Hall was a spirited, feisty, tempered, independent artist who found herself in Bohemia, New Orleans after a rough life in the Northeast states. A poet, artist, dancer, and French Quarter bartender with a host of friends. Addie Hall was, a, was weary of relationships with men because of the abuse she experienced in her past. She rode her bike around the quarter to get where she needed to go and to her job as a bartender at the Spotted Cat. She cardle- called herself a courtician, someone who belonged in and was part of the French Quarter. Life as an artist is never easy, though. You try to balance artistic expression with your Don't surroundings we know and it. lifestyle. Don't yeah. we know it, man.
0: Ugh. We are artistes. We are artistes. This is... Uh, maybe we should
2: move to New Orleans. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Uh, we also might get murdered by our spouses. <laughs> well, you might be. I'll die alone. I am your
0: spouse. Incorrect.
2: <laughs>
0: well, you need to tell me, because I'm about to do my taxes in the next two months. <laughs> so if we are... Yeah? Yeah, I'll need to know that.
2: Okay, alright. You wonder yeah. about that for now. Okay, um, <laughs> it's a
0: surprise. <laughs> if I get audited by the IRS, it'll be a surprise.
2: Yeah, uh, it says here that you were married to uh, Tasman Cooey in a polyamorous relationship. Why is he not on your taxes? Why is that legal?
0: <laughs> Taz is an uh, even Mormon. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: anyways, so you try to balance artist- uh, artistic. I said artist- artistic. Artistic. <laughs> You balance artistic expression with your surroundings and lifestyle, and you're never sure where the pieces fit together. Addie fit there right in the middle, trying to find herself and her muse, all the while battling her own demons and addictions. End quote. And every little tangent we took while I was reading that quote was also in the quote. I swear. Yeah. 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 Scripted. Yeah.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: The two met while they were both bartending in the French Quarter. Addie liked to give Zach a hard time and played the- Were
0: they bartending for each other? Yeah, bartending. Like they us. were on, they were on, they were on two sides of a bar, and they were both trying to like really uh, aggressively shake a martini.
2: No, that'd be good though. I yeah. mean, imagine that like as a as a reality. No, figure show. it out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> fun reality show, just shaking a martini yep. for
2: thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want right. you to note that I like did the fucking jack off sign when I was trying to think. I did of too. <laughs> I did too. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! yeah. Go us. We are married. Uh, wait, yeah. no, surprise. Okay, um, take note. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, in other no. words, Addy supposedly liked to play the mean girl as a way of flirting. In actuality, this method of flirting was also meant to test uh, and to see what Zach could handle. Addie suffered from bipolar disorder, and she didn't regularly take her medication, which would cause angry and uncontrollable outbursts. Many of their friends claim to remember outrageous fights between the two outrageous bro <laughs> i hate you was that what you were
0: waiting for <laughs> no. I mean, something was uh, something my girlfriend said my dick that. was small and it was outrageous <laughs> she's at the stove
2: now <laughs> she's at the stove now oh boy hey bryson yeah what's up do you remember hurricane katrina
0: um, let me um quickly think about that, just like well, I just gotta think about that real quick. Um yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. What do you about M- move it? on. It was a hurricane. uh, we named it Katrina. it um it happened around New Orleans. <laughs> and in the uh sister series to um Percy Jackson and the Olympians, um Hazel's life was ruined by Hurricane Katrina because that's when she found out she was a demigod. Okay. Yeah. So
2: uh Hurricane Katrina was a, a no. powerful Mm, I covered it, pretty sure. <laughs> it was a category five hurricane that killed nearly two. Yeah, that's what I people. said. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and I was George living Bush in Louisiana it up. at the time.
0: Who gives? Who cares what you did? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I was—I got wet a little bit.
2: Uh, honestly, that's really
0: all that. Oh, happened. look at this high weather! <laughs> <laughs> wow, it sure is windy. I'm holding my cap. <laughs> I hate
2: you. This is yeah,
0: outrageous, dog. Uh,
2: uh why, God,
0: I'm peeking so much. I'm peeking so much too, and you're gonna have to edit it. Uh, yeah. Have fun with that. The levels I'm looking at right now are
2: just solid blue blocks. (laughs) I (laughs) hate you. But yeah, that's pretty much all that happened. Uh, We got wet because I lived in Natchitoches, which is like four hours away from New Orleans. uh, And we didn't suffer a lot of damage. I remember waking up from school to find it was canceled and I had to walk outside to see water everywhere. Uh, we ended up having to stay in a motel because of all the flooding and power had gone out because we lived in a ways out of town. And we I remember fishing in the gutters for Crawdad. That's fun. That, yeah, uh, and I can't you help but imagine dick. what a piece of shit I would have been if I had lived in <laughs> fucking Louisiana my oh, whole
0: life. <laughs> we hunting for Crawdad feller. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my Crawdcast. Welcome to my... Cra- Fuck, uh, we gotta add a new podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> Where you just talk about crawdads. Yeah,
2: uh, the history <laughs> of crawdads.
0: I don't know my crawdad.
2: <laughs> my crawdaddy went and got some milk and never came back. <laughs>
1: I'm the crawdad.
2: <laughs> that voice can't be used for everybody, Bryson. Yeah, can't. <laughs> no. Give me a name, give me a name. Anthony.
1: Oh, Wait, I'm Anthony, dude. I look, on, on. I look, I look, I look just Connor, like Humber
0: Johnson, Connor. dude. Connor. Uh, let's not do that. He's not going to listen to this. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of Connor unless it hurts his feelings.
2: So Aaron. Oh, I'm Aaron, dude. I drink a lot. <laughs> I hate you. Anyways, so uh-huh. Zach and Addy were, of course, in New Orleans doing it, which um, classic them. Classic yeah, uh, them. While, they, uh, while there, they decided not to leave and to stick out the Category 5 hurricane that killed nearly 2,000 people together <laughs> in Addie's apartment. In their defense, they didn't know it was going to kill 2,000 people. In their defense, the town was told to evacuate. <laughs> Alright, well. <laughs> and by town, I mean city. But, you know. They became pretty much inseparable at this point, though. And well, they were they stuck inside.
0: A- what? They were stuck inside, weren't they?
2: <laughs> nope. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, after the hurricane passed, um, and while everybody was still evacuated, and, you know, recovery efforts were beginning to be underway, they served up booze and meals to others who either couldn't evacuate or also decided to stay. Oh, and Addie also became known for flashing police officers. <laughs> Hell yeah! Thoughts? Good for her. Okay. Uh, the two were even photographed for national magazines and newspapers for the relief efforts, and were interviewed about their choices to stay in the city. And I'm gonna quote from an article off the Rumpus now. The Rumpus? The Rumpus. It's Hell a 2009 yeah. article, and I don't think the Rumpus. I'll check to see if the Rumpus is still a thing. Hold on. God, I hope so. It's a .net, so it's outdated. Doesn't look good. Still looks outdated. Gotcha. It's the last is it a
0: GeoCities page?
2: Oh no, they're still posting. Hmm. Okay. Weird. So, quote, The beginning of their romance coincided with the arrival of Hurricane Katrina, and Brown evocatively describes the couple's days as Katrina holdouts. Uh, They made camp in the unflooded French Quarter, uh, throwing improvised dinner parties for friends by candlelight and making love in the middle of the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Powerful. For-, <laughs> for two people already undone my oh, trauma. I'm sucking in the road! <laughs> That is truly Asphalt Studios.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I got road burn.
2: Oh, shit. On my taint. On my taint. Hell yeah. So, for two people already undone by trauma, Hall had been sexually abused as as a child, and Zach, of course, had PTSD. The chaos of Katrina just kind of made sense. The disaster seemed to have washed away their past and created a world in which they could fall in love. On the rare occasion when Zack and Addie left the perimeter of the governor of uh, the Governor Nichols apartment, they backed down the French quarter streets, holding hands as they pedaled. As survivors, they thrived, but as city residents began slowly began to trickle back into New Orleans and life regained a sense of normalcy, jobs, rent, rules, Bowen and Hall found themselves bound together by a connection that could not last. The relationship became increasingly toxic. Bowen sought out relationships with other men, and Hall hinted to friends that despite his nice guy image, He had done terrible things in Iraq. They would wake from a... That was Iraq, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Iraq was a whole big terrible thing. But, one time, they would wake from a night of heavy drinking and find themselves covered in bruises that neither could remember inflicting on the other. Unquote. Kinky. Hell yeah. Kinky, bro. Hell yeah. Yep. So... Uh huh. From all uh, all accounts and every leading theory is that Zach Natty just wanted each other. They didn't want all the work of a relationship. The honeymoon phase was over. The physical and emotional abuse phase had begun. The only thing that numbered love uh, that, that love that phase. Yep.
0: It's my favorite part <laughs> of a relationship is the physical, the physical and emotional, and emotional abuse, abuse
2: phase. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, the only thing that numbed comes the pain right.
0: It comes right after the honeymoon phase, and right before
2: killing your spouse on a stove phase. Yeah, hell yeah. Poor. Oh. Ugh. The only thing that numbed the pain they inflicted on each other was the vast amounts of alcohol and drugs that they had begun to consume. As oh, fights- I'm high! <laughs> that, that was disappointing, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. As the fights began to become increasingly violent and the pair began to drift apart, they decided to get a new apartment to start from scratch. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, hey, if your relationship is failing, um, I
0: think the only way to truly fix it is to sign a um, at-minimum-year lease to live Mm -hmm. together.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's secure. (laughs) So, they would go on to rent an apartment above a then-famed Voodoo Temple, pretty much as they were moving on, uh, moving in on October 4th, Addie found out that Zach had been cheating on her and went to the landlord asking for the lease to be put. Only in Hey, house. exactly what I said. Cool, yep. that thing happened. Mm-hmm. The landlord refused. The lease had already been signed, and she told her to go home and try to work it out with her boyfriend. And that would be the last time anybody would see Addie alive. <laughs> Classic. Well, I wonder what, what happened to her. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Weird so around 1 a.m. on a thir- on thursday october 5th 2006 zach strangled addy to death in a drunken state committed and we're sure
0: several- he's drunk yep Not he committed several maybe? acts
2: maybe honestly Could that's be. possible he committed several acts of necrophilia in a drunken state that night and fell asleep next to a corpse woke up the next day and then went to work
0: hey um out of curiosity yes. do you remember a stage in your life? Where you thought necrophilia was the funniest thing in the world? I do.
2: Yeah, I remember uh, actually getting uh, using a (laughs) necrophilia pickup line on uh, one of my exes. (laughs) Oh, which one? Um. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. Um, And uh, her her dad actually hated me because he found my zap page and saw my necrophilia jokes.
0: Uh, well, I mean, on the bright side, um, her dad didn't hate you more than um, he hated her.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> and the funniest part about that to me is like, is that that was a long, uh, long before we were ever together. Yeah, we were just friends at the time, and well, he by just the hated t- me. By the time that you guys dated, I think you had already exhausted this app page. Uh, yeah, I tried reviving it once or twice while. I- I was with her. Yeah. But. I remember. I always got bored of it. Yeah. Hey, if any of you, uh, followed Zat on Facebook from, like, fucking ten years ago, whatever the fuck Don't talk about it. Uh, yeah, don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it wasn't me. (laughs) At all.
0: It was a fake person.
2: Yep. Uh, anyways, so, after going to work, uh, the next morning after, you know, fucking his dead girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Uh, He then returned home, after work, of course, moved her body to the bathtub- What capitalism
0: does to you, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Moved her body to the bathtub and began to dismember her with a handsaw and a knife. He then set the thermostat to 60 degrees and went went about his normal routine for four days before deciding to dispose of Addie's chopped up remains.
0: Do you think he was using the stove in between those times, or- Uh, in between- Like he was cooking food while she was rotting in the bathtub, and at one point he was just like, hmm- (gasps) <gasps> possibly yes i have an idea
2: possibly yeah he, um, yeah he uh he dispersed the remains into and on top of the stove placed her feet and hands inside of another pot in the back burner of the stove her legs and arms in a roasting pan of the oven and her torso in a black trash uh mm-hmm. black trastic a black plastic trash bag in the fridge to be dealt with later he claimed his intentions for this were to separate bone from flesh as a means to more easily handle the disposing of the body Many at the time, however, believed that Zach had intentions of cannibalism, but there was no mention of this in his signed confession, nor did the autopsy report find any signs of it. There's a there's a legend, uh a myth or whatever, uh, rumor. Whatever you want to call it. Hey, that, yeah. Um, let's know,
0: let's think of some more words. Yeah. Um, um a theory. War a the source uh podcast yeah. now? <laughs> uh it could be theory. Could be um
2: thoughts um, comments concerns um um stories anyways yeah that uh parts of her body i'm not sure what parts were seasoned but again there was no actual backing evidence for that it's just people spreading stories
0: that's very (laughs) do you smell oregano
2: Uh, anyways, so between October 6th and October 17th, when anyone asked where Addie was, Zach would tell them that she left him and went back to North Carolina. Some of their friends were surprised because of how much she loved New Orleans, while others weren't, as they knew that Addie could be very unpredictable and had a tendency to run away from situations out of her control.
0: Yeah. And, and of course- Oh, wait, one moment, one one moment. I have a, uh, a posthumous, uh- uh, voice to do. Oh, I'm fucking my girlfriend's corpse. <laughs> that was so delayed. Yeah, if you could edit that in properly. Nope. nope. Okay. Okay. I, was re- I thought I had done it and I realized I didn't.
2: Nope. You just thought about it, I guess. And then uh, I imagine you. What the fuck is banging it sounds like
0: Maddie is beating her dick.
2: <laughs> she might be. She not mind, so it makes sense. Yeah. Anyways. So, of course, um, on Tuesday evening, October 17th, 2006, nearly two weeks after he murdered his girlfriend, Zachary Bowen took another life, this time his own. By jumping off the seventh floor of the Omni Royal Orleans Hotel, he left a handwritten note, his army dog tags, and the Gates key to Addie's apartment in his pocket. As the police arrived at the apartment, they quickly realized that the contents of Zach's notes were, in fact, true. That'd be funny if he lied about it. Wouldn't it though?
0: That would be so <laughs> fucking fun if they, they just knocked on the door and she's fucking fine <laughs> just in a <laughs> bathrobe.
2: <laughs> like, excuse me, glass of wine just like swirling it. Or How she's may just I help you? C- cooking at the stove. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, they kick in the
0: door and she's just cooking.
2: That'd be so good. Yeah. Anyways, so. Uh, That's I'm gonna what I'm going to quote- do now.
0: Yeah, okay. That's how I'm going to end it.
2: <laughs> You're going to be sitting them to my house, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Can you send me your um, address? <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have to find it. I'll figure uh, it out. It's in our messages somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. So, I'm going to quote again from Ghost City Tours. Quote, The first thing the police noticed was the temperature and lack of smell. The air conditioning was set to 60 degrees and on full blast, cold like a meat locker. There was no smell of rotting flesh, and the bathroom was clean of any lingering blood. On the walls uh, were silver-colored spray paint words of, I love her, I'm a total failure, and finally, look in the oven, with arrow pointing to the stove door. What the detectives discovered next is something I'm sure will stay with them for the rest of their lives as they open pot covers and a heavy refrigerated door. End quote. They also uh, discovered that Zack had added entries into Addie's journal, and I'll read those now as well. Today is Monday, October 16th, 2 a.m. I killed her at 1 a.m. on Thursday, October 5th. I very calmly strangled her. It was very quick. Halfway through the task, I stopped and I thought about what I was doing. The decision to halt the first idea and move to plan B, the crime scene you're in now, came after a while. I scared myself. Kind of myself. a weird flex, huh? Yeah.
0: I, I strangled her. It was very fast. Uh, I've got yep. powerful grip strength. And I was calm. I was so <laughs> calm. Yep. I knew, I knew what I was doing, okay? Mm-hmm. I was in Iraq.
2: I was, I was there. I murdered so many children in Iraq. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I scared myself not only by the actions of calmly strangling the woman I've loved for one and a half years and then desecrating her body, but by my entire lack of remorse. I've known for forever how horrible of a person I am, ask anyone, and decided to quit my job and spend the $1,500 in cash I had, being happy until I killed myself. So that's what I did. Good food, good drugs, good strippers, good friends, and any loose ends I may have had. I didn't contact any of my family, so that'll explain the shock. And had a fantastic time living out my days. It's just about time now.
0: Gotta respect it.
2: Yeah? Like sure he's
0: a murderer and a corpse fucker. But, like, you know, okay. it's as good as way to end it as any.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go do something. <laughs> <laughs> so? So? So. So. Bryson. Yeah, Taz. Signed confessions, little letters on the walls, and there's still questions as to what brought Zach to do this. Before we get into those theories, though, uh, do you know what we don't have to theorize about? That we don't have ads this week. We don't? I would assume that we don't.
0: No, we have ads. All right, we'll play an ad, idiot. Yeah. Prove I'll me play wrong. play
2: two ads. One play for two ads Patreon, and prove me wrong, yeah. Our power hour for this episode. Yeah, sure. And then another Uh huh. to make us money. Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody, listen to these ads.
2: Welcome to the power hour-ish. Can you not do that every time? I'm gonna do it every time.
0: Okay, fair enough. I'll allow it. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's good. What a powerful hour this is. Yeah, it's very powerful.
0: Love uh, the ish.
2: power. Power-ish.
0: Power-ish hour.
2: Power-ish hour-ish hour. That's
0: right, guys. This is the con. This is the content that you pay to see. Yeah. Us saying the word power and hour in increasingly an dumb and shit long.
2: ways. Yep. yep. So this, uh, there's a picture of the document. Um, it's very redacted. Uh, the only thing it's that it's very redacted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> this document, extra redacted. Why? Extra. Because it's from Doctor Redacted. He wrote it all. <laughs> and because of the episode that it's posted with, do you know how I'm gonna read this? Don't do it. Do you want to know? Don't do it. I'm still waiting on the image. Don't do it. All right, I'll go ahead and read this real quick. Oh, per request and reference, B, we attempted to obtain analytical guidance on the UFO subject. We contacted the uh, DDSLT doctor to see if the... Uh...
2: Hey, Dice Goblins. What? Where are the goblins? Everywhere. They're listening to us right now. They're in our ears. Don't take my
0: wax, please. It's so precious to me to have the wax.
2: Okay, Wax Goblin, Dice Goblins, whatever you need. You guys can visit thetabletopgameshop.com and use the code TANGENT to get 10% off your purchase for all the tabletop RPG games that you need. Oh, I love dice. Give me some of that. Changing from wax goblin to dice goblin. I, I'm both. I, I I'm a I'm a goblin of many stripes. Okay, any goblin of many stripes. You can, you can be a cup goblin. Get some cool cups on that website. Again, that's code tangent T A N G E N T to get ten percent off your purchase. Well, <laughs> that sounds good. whoa man whoa whoa whoa, whoa. i didn't whoa. do anything did you, did you hear that ad for the power hour no first, i haven't heard first it first yet episode? no you haven't you haven't shown me yet No, oh. yeah that's fair i never show you you have to listen to the episodes yeah honest.
0: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> fuck off anyways yeah uh If you guys want to check out the full episode, uh, go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon for only a dollar, and you can check it out. There's plenty of uh, others on there as well. We've done a recap of one of our favorite uh, D&D characters, Mugen, and the campaign he was in, Evan Tierland. Uh, We did um, uh, uh, just a conversation about aliens. Yeah. This episode is another conversation about aliens. There's an article. Because there's new stuff. There's new stuff.
0: There's new alien stuffs as always.
2: Yeah, honestly, man. I've been sending you so many new shit. Because, I know, yeah, and it Yeah, it really so much. It it's, sucks it's that I
0: receive it. Yeah. yeah. I Anyways. Hate that
2: I, I hate that it comes to me. Yeah, well, yeah, it sucks to suck, man. So, we don't have any questions. Uh, so, just a reminder, uh, if you guys have any questions for us about any topic we've covered, about us personally, about the podcast, whatever that question may be, uh, shoot it Keep over. Keep it to yourself. Nope oh wrong okay yep uh you can shoot it over at us on twitter you can message us on instagram facebook post it in the group on facebook uh wherever you can contact us or you can email us at tangentavenue@gmail.com. at gmail.com whatever way works best for you guys hey bryson you got anything um
0: uh well i'm looking at um steam at the moment and there's okay. a lovely game called cockhead uh where it's like a it's it's kind of like a well, it's kind of like Cuphead uh okay. but you are a penis. Sounds like a game you would make. It does, but I don't know how to make Actually, I know how to make games a little bit, but
2: yeah. Anyways, theories. Time to theorize, Bryson. Okay, yeah, what's your theory? Uh, we'll get into that. As no, always. What's your theory? What's I'll your theory, seen. dude? I'll, I'm no, test, my theory Taz, for the
0: Taz. last no, Taz, we saved the best for last, and as I'm yes. sure your theory is the worst, No, my what's theory your fucking is theory, the best, dude? Hey, relax. um, this sucks, and I'm gonna
2: send you a picture of it. You're making me add another, uh, another yeah. picture in our notes? Yeah, hey. um,
0: one moment. It, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure if Patreon's gonna let us post this one, frankly, but... Oh, Um. So okay. it's a screenshot from, uh, from I thought Talk people Ed. posted news on Sometimes. Patreon. Sometimes, on occasion. Ever so ever so slightly. So, um I would like you to explain to me why this dick has a uh, tit. I think that's just cancer, nope. man. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> it is just dick cancer. It's dick cancer, that's fair. Yeah. Well I have this large tumor
2: <laughs> that has a nipple. Uh, my girlfriend likes it though, it hits her G spot. <laughs> Your dick can't reach your (laughs) G-spot. But the cancer can. Yeah,
0: the cancer can. It's very long. It's a long cancer.
2: (laughs) Anyways. uh, Yeah, best for last, as always. Uh, And it's my favorite for only one reason and one reason only, and I will let you know right before I read that reason. Of course, there's the bad vibe apartment theory. The pair moved into the infamous apartment at 826 and Rampart Street above Priestess Miriam's voodoo spiritual temple- Rampart
0: Street? Well, he sure did ram her
2: parts. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, her dead, dead parts. Uh, spiritual temple shortly before the incident. Uh, many people hold the belief that dark voodoo mystery of the location had something to do with Zach's overwhelming mental illness and violent outbursts that culminated in the murder of Addie. The building was built in 1829 by Pierre Delverges and handed down and sold over the years until 1991 when priestess Miriam and her then-husband, priest Oswin Chamani, moved the voodoo spiritual temple to this location, and they remained there until February 2016 when a fire broke out, destroyed much of the building. Tenants of the above apartment, of course, before it burned down, claimed to have experienced some paranormal activity like feelings of being watched, hearing voices, and feeling like the walls are being pressed in on them. The building is currently being leased by another voodoo priestess who has turned it into a museum of the paranormal with tours of the apartment because, of course, gotta love grifters. Gotta. 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 There's also, also, of course, mental illness. You gotta! You gotta, man. Gotta. You gotta. So there's, of course, uh, mental illness combined with the use of drugs and alcohol. Zach was diagnosed with severe PTSD. Zach was an active duty member of the military in Iraq and Kosovo pre 9 11, was then deployed again following the tragedy. He was traumatized by a friend's sudden death, as well as the death of a child who he befriended that uh, uh, was killed for conversing with American soldiers. He began to purposely fall, fail his health and fitness tests so he could go back home and be with his family and his ailing wife, Lena, who was diagnosed with hepatitis C and was very ill at the time. He was generally discharged, losing all health benefits, and went back to New Orleans, where his mind slowly failed him as he transitioned to civilian life. I'm going to quote from a 2009 article on the Rumpus, again, that describes this very well. Man, what a good, uh, it must suck to just open up any
0: other, uh, like, news media thing and not be able to name it the
2: Rumpus. It really, it has to, man. The Rumpus yeah. is so good. So, quote. Ethan Brown sees in this tragedy the story of reflection of two of the great tragedies of our generation, the war in Iraq and Hurricane Katrina. Just as the government bungled its response to the storm, leaving hundreds of New Orleanians dead and thousands permanently displaced, so too, he argues, has it failed to recognize the emotional, physical, and financial needs of soldiers returning from Iraq. He makes compelling case that uh, the effects of the storm on its survivors are closely related to the effects of PTSD among war veterans. The skyrocketing murder rate in post-Katrina New Orleans and the continuing stories of violence among Iraq, Afghanistan's veterans are strange anecdotal evidence that death and killing does not stop with the initial trauma. In dissecting the extreme case of Zachary Bowen, Brown shows how little is being done by the government and the military to help the victims and veterans when they return home. End quote. Classic, yeah.
0: I mean, who doesn't love uh, the
2: government? Yeah. You know? So, PTSD twice over. Iraq and Katrina. Good combination, right? <laughs> uh-huh.
0: PTSD times two. Hell as yes. As it were. Yep.
2: Sounds, like, PTSD sounds good, PTSD right? version 2.0. Yeah.
0: Super PTSD.
2: <laughs> Super PTSD. <laughs> I In love case that. you were curious. Hell yeah. So, some place a bit more blame on Addy than I like, but I'll still go over into the next part of this theory. It's
0: always women's fault,
2: though. Always, apparently. Uh, according to some events as well, Zach had every intention of leaving the city during Katrina and staying with his estranged wife, Lena, and their kids. The hurricane was so severe that Lena even offered to let Addie stay with them, but Addie's desire for independence and a life of her own with her new boyfriend far exceeded any need that she had to leave the city. Before leaving town, Zach had gone to check on Addie and couldn't bring himself to leave her, so he decided to weather the storm together in her apartment. Weeks later, when the city had begun to recover, Zack and Addy watched as people went back to their normal lives and they longed for the time that they had to the city themselves. When their love was so strong, they felt on top of the world. Zack became increasingly hard to console as military vehicles moved in and the destruction of, Kurt, uh, destruction of Katrina left was finally revealed. His PTSD was hitting hard, and with the natural high of the hurricane gone from their lives, they went looking for their high in other places via drugs and alcohol. hmm Of course. Of course. And hey. Why wouldn't you, you know? Why wouldn't you? Who doesn't love a bit of that? Um, everybody loves a bit of that. So the next theory is, um, interesting. Okay. In a documentary about Zach and Addie, a friend of the couple, Margaret Sanchez, cried tears of devastation at the loss of her best friend. Margaret would later plead guilty in 2012. Women, am I right? <laughs> uh, would later plead guilty in 2012 for the murder and dismemberment of Jaron Lockhart, a bourbon street dancer and young mother. Margaret and her boyfriend, who she then knew as Alan at the time, lured Jaron away from the primi- uh, with the promise of a hefty paycheck for a private performance to their home, stabbed her in the chest, cut up her body, and threw it over a bridge. Alan's real name wasn't Alan, though. His real name was Terry Speaks and was a registered sex offender from North Carolina. The long history of crime that Margaret was unaware of, when she was still claiming her innocence, Margaret related uh, the death of Janelle and Addie. Quote, I feel so badly for her family because I had a friend. My friend was Addie Hall. She was cut up and cooked, and her boyfriend jumped off a hotel. Unquote.
0: Uh, that would be insane, yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, but you want to know something crazier? Huh. So, after I found, um, Cockhead, I saw that oh, I could just search under... Uh, the nudity tag on Steam to see if I could find any funny games like that. And uh, for some reason, Monopoly Plus is listed under that tag. What? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It is listed under both nudity and hentai. (laughs) Alright. And do you want to know why that is? Why? Because, for whatever reason, Steam lets their users decide what defines nudity.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we can just edit ourselves. Who wouldn't want to
0: fucked monocle eyes? That's true. And I and I love and I love the thimble. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, is I it need. a thimble or is it a butt plug? Am I right? Who knows?
2: Tough for you to decide. Suppose it depends on you. Mm-hmm. So, this is my favorite theory. It's a very good, very believable theory. Uh, that the boogeyman of New Orleans, the Axeman, had possessed Zack to do it.
0: Yep. Makes yep. sense. Yep. I believe so, it. So, a brief Now, open- it's no, it's no, um, oh no, they were just bored so they led to the deaths of, you know, tens of people. Yeah. <laughs> but it's
2: yeah. fine. Yeah, so a brief overview, uh, you'll know why it's my favorite shortly. A brief overview of this story states that 1911 and 1912, uh, 49 similar murders to that of Addie, and by similar, I do just mean the dismembering part, were committed in Louisiana and parts of Texas. In May of 1918, a year and a half killing spree, similar to the previous, took place in the French Quarter that still remains unsolved to this day. Witnesses or survivors would claim to see a shadowy or phantom-like figure fleeing the scene of the crimes. One witness even described a phantom that disappeared quickly like it had wings. Now, I'm going to read you a letter that this murderer left behind that will explain why people think this could be the case. This is also the reason why it's my favorite. And I want to point out that this letter is real. Very real. It was genuinely published on March 14th, 1919 in the New Orleans times uh, Peku... Peku-un? Peku-un? Something like that. Sure. Okay. So this letter is marked Hell, March 13th, 1919, and addressed to esteemed mortal. That's how it starts. Nice. Yep. Love that. Okay.
1: They have never caught me, and they never will. They have never seen me, for I am invisible, even as the ether that surrounds your earth. I am not a human being, but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell. I am what you, Arleneans, and your foolish police call the Axeman. When I see fit, I shall come and claim other victims. I know who they shall be. I shall leave no clue except my bloody axe, besmeared with blood and brains of he whom I have sent below to keep me company. If you wish, you may tell the police to be careful not to rile me. Of course, I am a reasonable spirit. I take no offense at the way they have conducted their investigations in their past. In fact, they have been so utterly stupid as to not only amuse me, but his satanic majesty, Francis Joseph, etc. But tell them to be aware, let them not try to discover what I am, for it better that they were never born than to incur the wrath of the Axeman. I don't think there is any need of such a warning, for I feel the police will always dodge me as they have in the past. They are wise and know how to keep away from all the harm. Undoubtedly, you Erwinians think of me as the most horrible murderer, which I am, but I could be much worse if I wanted. If I wished I could pay a visit to your city every night. As will I, could slay thousands of your best citizens, for I am in close relationship with the angel of death. Now, to be exact, at 1215 earthly time, on next Tuesday night, I am going to pass over New Orleans. In my infinite mercy, I am going to make a little proposition to you people. Here it is. I am very fond of jazz music, and I swear by all the devils in the nether regions that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing of the time I have just mentioned. If everyone has jazz band playing, well then, so much the better for you people. One thing is certain, and that is that some of you people who do not jazz it on Tuesday night, if there be any, will get the axe. Well, as I am cold and crave the warmth of my native Tartarus, it is about time I leave your earthly home. I will seize my discourse, hoping that thou wilt publish this, that it may go well with thee. I have been, and am, will be, the worst spirit that ever existed. Either in fact or the realm of fantasy. Oh my god, man.
0: (laughs) Oh fuck yes. Yeah. That's very good.
2: (laughs) I love it so much, man.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, I have a question for you though.
2: I love this man who played this joke. Love him so much.
0: Yeah, he's very good. I would love to have him on the podcast. (laughs) God, I'm fucking... I love... Out of curiosity... Do yeah. we have confirmation that they definitely weren't playing jazz?
2: <laughs> we don't have confirmation. That's a but damn I, shame. I doubt that they were. <laughs> yeah. Instead, they were probably uh. arguing.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, argu- arguments like jazz. It's all about the. It's all about what the what you don't use, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know the worst part.
0: What? Uh, well, here's my question, okay? <laughs> so, in the uh, <laughs> Christian religion, yeah, um, is Tartarus <laughs> what we describe hell as in any way? Because um, he was kind of mixing his uh, mythologies a bit. Because as far as I know, Tartarus is what the Greek hell is. Um. Uh, some even no. He were saying Christian tartar sauce. My apology.
2: Yeah, I was <laughs> misremembering. My bad. No, it was Tartarus. Uh, okay. Some evangelical Christian commentaries distinguish Tartarus as a place for wicked angels. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Learn something Powerful. new every
0: day. Uh. <laughs> My, and I guess I'm just gonna talk about Percy Jackson this episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> Have you I've been got rereading another- it? No, I haven't, but I it, uh, I'm remembering it fondly for. I don't know why this episode <laughs> makes. I've not read those books in so long, but me neither. this episode's reminding me for some reason. Okay. <laughs> uh, Annabeth and Percy uh, yeah. traveled through Tartarus in. Uh, Which book was that? I don't. Remember. I'm trying to remember. It's Athena. is in the
2: title. Athena. Athena's. Sure, that one. Athena.
0: Athen- uh, list. <laughs> Of Percy Jackson books,
2: (laughs) (laughs) um, it's the Mark of Athena. Yeah, Mark of Athena. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a shame that those
0: books books aren't as good as they as I remember them. Do you know uh, that fun fact? um, So, did you read the Kane Chronicles back in the day that were Uh, also written by Rick Riordan? That was his like follow up, right? It was his, it was the Egyptian version of it. Yeah. Uh,
2: no, I didn't. I um, I think I looked at it, but I, I didn't end up picking it up.
0: Those books, I think they're pretty good. I kind of, like, part of me likes them a little more than the Percy Jackson books originally. Yeah. But they never make a connection between the Cain Chronicles and the Percy Jackson books. Because of course they wouldn't. They're different mythologies. You can't have multiple gods in the same universe, right? Well, God of right. War, man. Right, twenty
2: sixteen, God of War.
0: I know, but like Wait, in, in, the per- in the logic of yeah, <laughs> twenty eighteen. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, they Rick Riordan has a series he's working on right now, the Magnus Chase Chronicles, and I've read two of those books. I've And heard of fun them. fucking fact: the Norse gods also exist in the same universe as uh, Percy Jackson because Magnus Chase is Annabeth's cousin. Who lives Hell, in yeah. New York. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Bryson. Yeah, sure. We'll stop talking about the defining moment in my childhood, sure.
2: Yep. What's your final thoughts?
0: My final thought is that, um, all hail the Axeman.
2: <laughs> all hail the Axeman. All hail I, the yeah. Axeman, found the jazzy cult. little fuck. <laughs> we found our cult, uh, who we worship in our cult, man. Absolutely. Hell yeah.
0: We we fucking did it. We <laughs> yoinked it, as it were. <laughs> I love so much
2: whoever fucking
0: did that. Yeah, it's pretty good.
2: <laughs> it's so good, man. It's so good. Love to hear it. Oh, what a jazzy little bastard. Hell yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh... Yeah, there's there's many questions about what exactly led to killing Addie, and unfortunately we'll probably never know for sure, but more than likely it was just a combination of an untreated severe case of PTSD times two, uh, drugs, alcohol, lies, cheating, and domestic abuse. A perfect cocktail for a murder-suicide. Yeah. Hell yeah, but I, you know, Axeman did it, fuck it. You know what, I'm glad she's dead.
0: Uh. Oh? Cause she didn't play jazz.
2: All hell the axe. And you might man. be saying,
0: Bryson, there's no confirmation that she wasn't playing jazz, and I say she's dead, isn't she? <laughs> Seems like a her problem.
2: Hell yeah, hell yeah, fuck man, I love the Axeman man so much. He's very good. I love him. He's the best. <laughs> and I don't mean the real Axeman, man, of course. I mean who? No, ever I, wrote mean that real, letter? I, I mean
0: the real. I mean the real Axeman, because okay. I believe he is real. And, okay. Yep. Yeah, I find it very strange that you're drawing a uh, some sort of difference between the real axemen and whoever wrote that letter. Okay. Because the real axemen wrote that letter. You. What if he did idiot. though? Hold on. He what did. If... What do you mean? What if he did? He
2: did, Taz. What if the murderer actually decided to end it by playing a huge fucking joke on them? <laughs> that would be fair, good. What if,
0: ha! Uh, <laughs> that dude? Um, what if he did it? <laughs> he wrote the letter. He wrote the the confession. Yep. And and also wrote that article. In
2: 1919? Yeah. Zach is just uh, the axe man.
0: <laughs> I'm immortal, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never die.
2: Saw it.
0: it. My name's whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm... I am immortal. <laughs> Hey, uh, neither heaven nor hell can touch me.
2: (laughs) All right. So we send our love to the Axeman. Bryson, we got a new review.
0: We do. Thank you so much, Jeff Uh, Zenisik. Uh, It was a delightful review to see from you. Uh, Really appreciate it. Taz and Bryson are hilarious, we sure are. Uh, It's fun listening (laughs) to these guys. It's a fun, casual listen. And we are fun, casual guys. Me and Taz, we're both wearing white v-necks right now. It's crazy. no pants. Dick out. Uh,
1: My dick is in,
0: actually. What? Yeah. Not wearing pants, mind you. It's just in. Excuse me? Yeah. We agreed. Yeah. Dick out every time. I put my dick in a small little container. Um, what
2: kind of container, man?
0: You'll never know.
2: Uh, yes, and?
0: Uh, you'll be you'll know once it's mailed to you in seven to ten days.
2: Business days?
0: I would assume. Okay. It'd be funny if I dropped it off, though.
2: It would be. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to find out the size. Yeah. It's a big box. <laughs> big box tiny dick. Yeah.
0: It's one it's a it's a Russian nesting doll of boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that's uh, really powerful by the way. Just like mailing someone your dick in a Russian nesting
2: doll. <laughs> Hell yeah! With each uh, you you get the, you get the big one. You're scared to open it because you think, "Oh no, it can't be that big." And then it just keeps getting smaller and smaller. It's like, "Oh no, it can't be this small." Until you you literally go from scared to even more scared at the end. Yeah. In the middle is just okay. I get it. And then it's in just the middle, here.
0: in the middle is a little note um and it says this wasn't an accident i killed my girlfriend <laughs> and
2: this is the murder weapon yeah i fucking slayed
0: that pussy all of these russian nesting dolls <laughs> <laughs> fuck all right God, man i really want to murder somebody and just hide their bodies in russian nesting dolls <laughs> now <laughs> Fuck Taz. Uh, yeah. I will certainly die before you, so I want you to know that my last wish is to be buried in a Russian nesting doll. Uh Okay. Thank you. i will put my ashes in one. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, okay. I'll put some of your yeah. ashes in one. Okay, cool. Keep it for my You get my ashes, not my parents. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh alright. So man. Let's fucking wrap this shit up. I love wrapping shit Mostly up, Mostly because I got a shit.
0: It's my favorite thing to do is to wrap things up, and I'm not getting it, uh, the, the wrap-up sheet out right now. But uh, if, I, if I were, though, I would say that you can follow uh, us on Twitter at Tangent Avenue, or you can follow us individually at uh, want a Toothpick for me. That's uh, want a Toothpick with uh, no K at the end. Taz, where can they find you?
2: You can find me at Zaphiel, as always. Links will be in the description to all of our socials.
0: Yeah, including our uh, Facebook group, Tangent Avenue Podcast, uh, and our uh, Facebook page and Instagram under Tangent Avenue. And
1: our Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Well, we have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. Patreon. You haven't
0: been giving me any money from it. I have not been have not you any money.
1: Any money, any money. money from okay. Um. So we ha- as
0: my, always. My yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, as always, I'm we want to thank. Okay. Cool. Yep. 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 Um. <laughs> as always, we want to thank Julia Artistry for our cover photo. It's delightful. We love it so much. Um, she's also doing some more work for us uh, on those T-shirts, so keep an eye out for those. Uh, you can find more of her work at instagramcom artistry uh, As always, we want to give a big thanks to Homesick Entertainment for our lovely music, our intro, mid-roll, and outro. You can
2: find them at youtube.com/c/Homesick. Alrighty, and uh, yeah, remember to check out our power hour ish uh, for after. Check out these powerful hours we have prepared for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, all right, man, we gotta end this. I got shit, I got shit, I got shit, Go, 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 go,